Hello and welcome to another podcast. My name is Adam. And my name is Mizan. And we're going to talk today about mental health in the Asian community. It's a yep. subject that that has plagued a lot of people that I have come across, certainly. And um, people talk about this a lot. Mental health has become a very uh, hot topic of recent in the sense that a lot of people are suffering it and haven't said anything to anyone. But more and more people now bring it to light to yeah. say, look, I, I've suffered depression or I'm suffering anxiety, panic attacks. Um, and it's and it's something that people hide away or shy away from or perhaps even, you know, they feel shame and even feeling like that. You know, some people have kids. Yeah. And... They, um, they, they, they feel like it's too much for them, and they're suffering extreme anxiety issues, right? Yeah. And you know, um, uh, panic attacks, uh, not being in control of a situation. Some people go through some severe depression issues, you know. Yeah. Um, so that's our topic for today, and it's it's. I mean, it won't do it justice for us to cover it in, in 25 minutes. But I hope you can learn something from it, right? Yeah, I mean, it's good to open that discussion up about mental health in the Asian community because there's a lot of reasons why I feel people aren't talking about it, even though there are a lot of people within the Asian community who are who are suffering from mental health issues. And there's something that, I, you, you, you know, that you said, a word that you used, which is honour. Um, uh, honor being one of the reasons why, I, from the research that I've done, I, I think honor is one of the prime reasons why people aren't talking about mental health within the Asian community. Now, it's not the honor of the person, again, it's the honor of the family, the family name, um, you know, how they are treated, how they are respected in the community as well. You know, those create barriers that stifle discussion about mental health and it also negatively affects the person as well so this you know doing the research for mental health in the asian community the whole concept of honor is something i keep on coming across and honor is something that permeates through different areas as well violence against women in the asian community and all these other things but when it comes to mental health i was a bit shocked that that is one of the reasons why um, it's difficult to have a conversation about mental health in the Asian community. Yeah, so um, ju- just a note that when 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 Mizan said honor, I, I mentioned the word, the synonym of sh- with shame. Yeah. Right. So um, you know, feeling shame. So you know, um, I think I, I was having a discussion today um, about this, and yeah, um, you know. I said, look, people are are the sum of their experiences in life, right? So you go through a certain situation in your life. It could be an abusive marriage. It could be, you know, being overwhelmed with children. It could be, you know, a a bad breakup, a horrible work environment, a a dead-end job, um, you completing a degree, being swamped in debt and not finding a job. Yeah. You know, uh, you living at home, you caring for a parent, whatever it may be, yeah, um, suffering a loss of a, a loved one, you know, yeah. 
and not knowing how to get out of that cycle of thought, yeah. um, not receiving counselling or any type of therapy for that. Um, yeah. You know, in the Asian community, you're just you were just supposed to deal with these things. Yeah. And it's something where if a man, especially a man, who turns around, and I, there, there was a recent there was a recent study about men suffering postnatal depression. Yeah. Now that sounds absurd. Yeah? yeah, men. What you know, the feminists were like, "What? How, what do you mean, men suffering postnatal depression? Yeah, we're the ones that go through the pain. We're the ones that do labour. We're the ones that carry everything, and they're suffering postnatal depression. The thing is, this overwhelmed anxiety that they overcome, uh, sorry, that they they that that becomes them, and um, they find it hard to deal with that type of uh, pressure. pressure. Yeah. They don't have to deal with it, and it's like you have so much to deal, with, so much expectations on you as a man, that you find you, you know you suddenly find yourself in a situation where you're lost in your own thoughts. Yeah, and um, you know you're screamed at constantly. You know, kids are screaming around you, or you know, a, a woman is screaming around you, whoever. And and I mean, it can happen vice versa as well, right? Yeah. Um, um, but it's so, something that you that you were saying because when it comes to mental health. Let's you know. Let's put one thing straight. People aren't born that way. So no, people. You're born happy, right? You're you're born whichever, but you're human being, whatever, right? But the thing is, no. But let's get one thing straight. A baby, when a baby is born, is yeah. born in a happy state. Yeah, it may come out crying. Yeah, but it's born in this natural state. It's, it's born in a natural yeah. state where babies are content and happy. Yeah, they are lived in a. They lived for nine months in a a harboured environment given everything they needed yeah. and they come out into a world and they become a product of their environment. Yeah, but going connecting to what you were saying, um, mental health is caused by our experiences. Um, the things that we go through in life, how it affects us, mental health is a symptom of that. So it kind of connects with what you're saying because you're talking about life experiences, you know, we go through things and how... It affects us. Mental health is a symptom of that. Um, so I thought that was very important, you know, what you were saying. However, like, within our community, I think that there is a lack of a discussion about mental health, or there has been. Now mental health is opening up a lot more now due to the campaigning of a lot of people. It's because of a lack of education, lack of awareness, yeah, and also this idea of honor of not wanting to shame the family, you know, the family name, and you know, one of the ways that families would deal with it, mm. especially within our community, is that they would they would kind of diagnose all forms of mental health as spirit possession, as you know, basically some you know demonic thing. You understand the person's possessed. Yeah, let's get an imam or or a religious person to come and sort them out. Yeah, and but instead of sorting them out. It makes them, you know, it made, made, makes the situation even worse. Yeah. Whereas now, I think we've improved a little bit, whereas a lot of the religious scholars are saying, listen, get them to see a doctor, see, see the specialist first, and if they can't figure anything out, then we'll be, then come to us. But even though that message is there, um, it's not, for me, it's, it's not kind of spreading fast enough. And what's happening is, is that there's a perpetuation of meant of 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 the of these issues within the community, and the only way to challenge it is educate is educating the community, and that means involving the religious establishment as well within so the community. I I I think that there's like there's a lot of 
um, Asians, especially you know, Sikh, Hindu, whatever it is, they're very fast to say, "Oh, someone's put the evil eye on you," or "My God," yeah. or "Someone's done this." Yes, you know, that stuff may exist. Yeah, yeah, evil eye, black magic, whatever. Yeah, um, but you know, l- let's look at the facts here that people are suffering and yeah. they're going through what they're going through. Yeah. Now to turn around and say, look, you know, you need to get an exorcism done on them, or you need to go to a a, a, a temple or a mosque or a gurdwara or wherever, and you know, get yourself seen to by a priest, and you know, they may give you a cure for this. You know, it's like giving a an antidepressant pill to someone who's depressed, yeah. right? And that pill is expected to give them a cure for depression. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, for me, how can a pill Cure something that's uh, something that's mental, that's that's, yeah. that's in the mind. Um, you know that to me is like a placebo effect. Yeah, yeah? and it's you know it doesn't work. Yeah. you may feel happy or you know not happy, but you may feel relaxed. Yeah. but the situation is still there, and you haven't dealt with it mentally. Yeah, so you haven't segmented whatever's happening around you. Yeah. they're not coached, and you know one thing when I came across NLP. Yeah. Um, you know, it taught many things of how to uh, understand to change the way you look at things, so the things you look at change. Yeah. yeah, there was that mindset of looking at something from perhaps a stoic point of view of saying, okay, maybe there's benefit in this and blah blah. It's having control of the situation around you and letting go of something that you cannot control. Yeah, but that's not dealt with within the Asian community. It's very rare to even have that done. Yeah, what people need to do, you know. What people the, the thing is is that our elder generation, so I'm in my forties, yeah. our elder generation and the generation prior to that that came into the to the UK or wherever it is, you know, um uh generation prior to that, they, they you know, they they were brought up in a certain way. For them is, you know, just get on with it. Yeah. And if anything's happening to you then either it's someone's done evil eye on you or this has happened, uh, or just, you know, for a man it was unheard of to you know, it was not talked about. Yeah. The men, men just used to get on with it. If they were suffering sadness, then oh, look at him. He's, you know, useless. Yeah. Look, he's useless. What's he doing? Yeah. Men failed on business. They sat down depressed because they they're either emotionally burnt out, yeah. or they're not knowing. Like, okay, look, you know, I I I'm finding it hard because I feel like a failure as a man. Yeah. And they're depressed and they're going through some serious anxieties, and they just looked at it as a failure. You know, um, and they're not providing for their family, but you know, and they're being told, look, you know, look at you, you you're useless. Yeah. yeah, and they have that inside of them. Instead of pulling them out and lifting them and helping them out, oh, you know, and someone elder might come and oh, look, someone's done evil eye on them and this and that and this and that and like it's not solving the situation where the man might need a little talking to, and if there are any. Um, couples or families out there that have have this in their family where they might have a child a child meaning you know a, a young person in their family um, who's you can see changes in behavior they yeah. might be withdrawn they might be um, you know uh, snappy all of a yeah. sudden not eating their food um, you know uh, spending all day in front of the computer game not talking to anyone yeah. these are signs that you might need to look at and say, okay, it's not right here. Let me go and sit down and talk to that person. 
Yeah. Talk to them. Don't tell them stop playing your game. Stop doing this. Stop doing that. Because all you're doing is you're inhibiting in their space. Yeah. And they're becoming suffocated. So you need to talk to them. If you have a, a partner who's going through this, they might mask it really easily because yeah. they're either spending most of their time at the house and they're very quiet about it. Have a chat with them. Communication is so important in a relationship. Yeah. Uh, it's really, really important. I can't begin to stress that, especially amongst Asians. Yeah. Because many so often, you know, you have the women battling with the man, you know, oh, look, you know, this has happened and... <clears throat> Excuse me, and um, the man battling with the woman, she might be having her anxieties, and you know yeah. he might be having his, and it's really, really good to talk. It is, um, and I think that's one of the key things. Communication is, you know, is, is crucial for any relationship, especially within families. But I think um, one of the things is is that this is a sign of the the, the complexity of being within modernity itself. Um, and again, with our parents' generation, the reason why they perpetuate this form of dealing with mental health, i.e., spirit possession, or you know, other, you know, other traditional forms, is because in their times, that is how they dealt with people who are going through mental health issues. In the in those times, they yeah. just brought it up now because that's yeah. all they know. Uh, that's all they knew back then as well. So, but the thing is, is that within these forms, with, within these methods of dealing with mental health, um, that, you know, that there's the added privilege of keeping it in the family, you know, making sure that the family name is, is, is still honoured. Um, so these kind of privileges are protected. But it's not, I don't think it's an intentional thing. It's just, that's just the way that they've learned to deal with well, this. Well, let, let's, let's talk about the one more thing here. Yeah. That the Asian community go through and this is with many things what are the neighbors going to say what yeah. are the family members going to say oh my god that is that look, is man you know you know if you live your life according to how other people want you to live your life um you're only gonna head down a road of disaster yeah to have someone dictate your life and tell you you know, oh, what, what's wrong with your man? Oh, look at your woman, man. What's wrong with her, man? She, she's not even cooking food properly. Or she's not doing this. Or, you know, how come she's away from the house most of the time? Or how come she looks really depressed? She doesn't even talk. Yeah. You know? Um, uh, or there might be a bit of mess around the house. Have yeah. you ever thought, instead of snapping at your missus, just ask what's happening or help out? Yeah. You know? Um, you know, uh, maybe they might be overwhelmed with what's going on. And and to think that, oh, you know, what are the neighbours going to say? Oh, my God, what are the other family members? You know, don't say anything to anyone. This is a shame on us if this is happening, you know, if he's if he's depressed like this or if she's depressed and or they try to commit suicide and, you know, oh, my God, don't tell anyone. Yeah. This is something you need to deal with because, you know what, other people, are, um, they're not living your life. And, you know, if, if it's the case that you allow other people's thought processes and fears and 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 objections to dictate what you're doing yeah. then you 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 shouldn't be either married to that person or you know you're only going to head down the road of disaster it's going to co cause a lot of pain yeah. um you know you got to think about who's important to you 
And whoever's important to you is the only opinions you should take on board. Yeah. Have they done things for you in your life? You know, are they there for you? Have they been there for you through hard times? Are they confidants to you? If that's the case, then fine. You know, their opinion is something you should take on board. You might not agree with it, you might not listen to it, but you should take on board because they're important to you. Just acknowledge it. Acknowledge it. But if they're not and there's some auntie or some uncle or a neighbour who just has a habit, a brash habit of constantly commenting and, you know, you're afraid of their scenario, you're afraid of what they might say or, you know, they say, but why are you in their company in the first place? Yeah. What what business is your life to them? Why would you want to tell them about your life? Yeah? Because it's your family. They're your children. They're your they're your they're your husband. They're your wife. They're your mother. They're your whatever. Yeah? Um, your brother, your sister. Yeah. Take care of your family. Yeah. That's your family. It's no one else's business how you run your family. And if period you, and if you're if you're constantly thinking about what other people are thinking then you're never going to get any peace of mind no you're yeah. not because you're going to constantly be in a battle and you you cannot let other people dictate how you live your life because you know when you want to start a business and you've got your fear and you know you someone else is saying to you, oh no no you know you're going to fail in that business no way why are you going to do business go and do a normal job you know <clears throat> are they telling you their fears yeah are you going to live their fears how, who are they to di- know who you are as a person? Do they live with you and know your strengths and weaknesses? Do they know what type of couple you are or what type of family you are? Yeah? So what it is is that you just need to um, cut out the noise. Don't worry about what other people think or what other people are saying because that's the one of the main causes of depression and anxiety amongst Asian families. Yeah. Is what other people will say. Status. Status. Basically. What other people? Oh my God! You know, what, you know, someone or your mother saying, "Oh my God, don't tell anyone about this." What other people are gonna say? You know, it's, it's this is not nice. And so what? This is my family. I will take care of it. Exactly. But the thing is, is that that mental mentality is actually is actually being a barrier. Um, is actually being an obstacle towards get for that person to get in the support that they need. Because fine. You know, the person, the family member might be going through a mental health issue and you don't want to tell your neighbours, you don't want to tell your cousins. But the funny thing is, you don't have to tell your neighbours, you don't have to tell your cousins. What you need to do is tell a doctor or a, or a, a specialist who can help them get the, get the special support that they need. Mm. Um, and you can still keep it within the family if you want. The most important thing is, is that they get the professional help. Yeah, it's that professional help is very important. I mean, I'm, I, 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 I personally am not in agreement with taking pills and antidepressant pills. Yeah. I think they're a, they're a cause for more issues. This is a mental issue that needs to be talked to about, you know, talked about and and discussed. Be amongst family on a civil level. Some people have been long term in mm. a situation where they cannot get out of. You know, they, they they just, no one's going to employ me, no one's going to do this, and, you know, no one cares. and it, it, Because they've been there longer, you can't shout at them and scream at them because it's only going to cause more problems mm. in them. They're only going to close up even more. You want change to happen, you've got to accept the situation that's happening first. Accept it. That's the first road to move forward is to accept what is happening. Then what you do is look at the issue and say, how can we make this better? Yeah? 
Does it mean you scream and shout, get up, get out, oh, what are you doing sitting down? And, you know, it's only going to cause the person to get depressed even more and feel sad about themselves. Yeah? Yeah. you got to get them, you know, they, they just need nice company around them. Go on holiday, get, do go for a walk and have a chat with them, do whatever you need to. But something where you're, you're, you're constantly going to barrage them with a lot of stuff, it's going to cause a lot of depression for them. A lot of depression. Yeah? Yeah. So it's not going to be nice for them. Um, you know, uh, and these people have gone through long term in that anxiety state and they have constant fears. So you need to erode those fears. It's really important you do that. It is. And you have to create the environment where they can, they can and they are actually feel like they are being supported and they are being helped um the thing is is that there are a lot of again there are a lot of barriers for that again like talking back talking about shame on um but also what you touched upon which is expectations again within the asian community there are certain expectations of us and if we don't fulfill that expectation the then you go to the default position which is that person feels like they're a failure so again if you know you're not a doctor you're not a lawyer you're not a solicitor you're you know you're not this or that you haven't made it in the in in, in the eyes of your family's expectations then you fulfill the default position which is you're a failure and a lot of people who um are going who who, who suffer from mental health feel that way but the thing is is you know what's what what's what's the other interesting fact is is that these positions that some of these people are in be it a doctor be it a lawyer whatever these are stressful positions that also be a contributing factor towards mental health yeah. you understand because yeah. of the pressures that the people are going through especially now in austerity and all that all these all this kind of stuff the thing is is that there is a perpetual cycle of the experiences that can create uh, you know the environment for mental health but what's uh, what you know what what is needed is that there's an inv in uh, within our community there needs to be more education about mental health more support awareness about support services about mental health and getting the elders to understand that there is a difference between for example spirit possession possession and mental health not everything that a person goes through is spirit possession no it's not and it's it's not and the thing is this is a barrier i think it's, it's an excuse that's used for um perhaps an underlying failure within the system of the family yeah we, within the family um but you know that's something that can be done by education and there are a lot of guys that there are a lot of guys that um there are a lot of organizations that are doing that so you know one of the things one of the things i realized is that the nhs are actually opening up to engaging with religious people with with scholars on different opinions about mental health and gin possession and all that kind of stuff and vice versa there are a lot of scholars saying that before you come to us make sure you make sure the, the person gets professional help because there could be a, a a a normal diagnosis for this you know there, there could be a norm you know there could be a normal rational explanation well, well, within the family system there needs to be a lot of communication yeah so if you have anyone be you know uh, be you, you you feel like you need to approach someone religious yeah be a pundit be a, you know um uh you know um 
someone in the Gudwara, yeah. be it someone in the mosque, whoever it is, and uh, wherever it is, yeah. Um, if you feel you need to approach them, then fine. But I strongly would advise, as a family, you sit down and discuss a few things, because you might, you might, you might find out that there are a lot of things that could be solved, and a pill won't certainly solve it. Putting someone on antidepressant pills only perpetuates a, a, a situation and and causes issues down the line. You know, it brings them in a cycle of depression, and they're constantly relying on these pills because they're depressed and they just want to pop pills every time they get sad. Um, whereas they should change the way they look at things, so the things they look at change. Mm. It's understanding is that what I'm looking at, you know, it may look so bad. But is it really bad? Or can I control what's happening here? Okay, if it's out of my control, then I need to leave it alone and control what I can control around me. So if you have someone in your family that is going through issues, that yeah. has problems, or someone that you know, then there are certain helplines out there that you can talk to. Uh, approach your doctor. Ask for you know therapy advice or whatever, and they could put you in the right direction. Um, but you know uh, th th this is something you need to talk to the person about and if they have barriers do not get frustrated with them whatever yeah. you do don't get frustrated with them because they will just shut down on you the whole objective behind this is to make them feel happy and better sometimes mm -hmm. changing an environment is good yeah. so on that note we're going to uh, carry on this podcast in our next episode um, but for now um, something to think about and I hope this was informative, but we will speak to you soon. And take care. Good evening, good night, and good day. Bye.